Boys and girls, if you want to come forward, you're very welcome. I don't know whether you want to come and see what's going to happen with this curtain here. Maybe not, maybe not. Come on, come a few of you come forward and we'll have a bit of crack up here. You can keep a wee eye. Come on, bring whatever you have. That's good, that's good. Oh, Isaac's coming with a wee bit of, wee bit of action. Wee bit of action. My word, Isaac, what on earth, fella? Let me have a look at that. That, my goodness me. You could do some damage with that, couldn't you? Fantastic. Don't you do any damage with it. Don't do any damage with it. Okay, I'm going to do something ridiculously difficult here, and I'm hoping you'll bear with me. I want to start with last Sunday morning. Paul told us last Sunday morning that he nearly knocked down... Can anybody remember who he nearly knocked down with his car? He was the... Not an actor, but yes, you're... He was... Director. Steven Spielberg. Paul nearly knocked him down with a car. And as Paul said, not the time to ask for an autograph or a selfie. But he also put up on the screen... Janice and I meeting somebody that we think's really famous. And I've avoided talking about this meeting up until now when I needed something to talk about on Christmas morning. There's a rock band called U2. Does anybody's parents play U2? I'm sure you're bored stiff with them, Isaac and Martha. Yeah, yeah. Well, Janice and I had the privilege of going to see Bono from U2 before the concert in Belfast recently. We got in to talk to him. You know the best bit about it? Bono kissed Janice on the cheek. And Janice fell in love with Bono. (laughs) Now you might be thinking bad news for your minister, but it's actually great news for your minister. Because now when Bono comes on my CD player, Janice says, is that my Bono? (laughs) Turn him up. Whereas for years she was telling me to turn him down. So everything's working great. But I want to tell you about how we got in to see Bono. But I want to take you, Steve, what are you trying to do here on a journey before that? You see the curtain that's in front of this? We're going to imagine for a minute. Des Alexander's going to die with this illustration. This is the Holy of Holies in the temple. Okay? This is the Holy of Holies. Now, what is the Holy of Holies in the temple? Well, here's the thing that Desi's been teaching us in Fitzroy all of this year. In fact, I was going to get him up to maybe do a wee 40-minute introduction to this talk, but we thought maybe another time. You see, when people went to worship God back before Jesus was born, they went to the temple, and the temple had all these different places you could sit depending on who you were, or stand depending on who you were. There was this outer place where the Gentiles, those who weren't Jewish, they could stand there. Anybody really could walk about there. But then to get into the inner courts, you had to be Jewish, And then I'm sorry to tell you, there was a wee court for the women because they weren't allowed to go where the men went in those days. And then you get further and further in until you got to the Holy of Holies. And the Jewish people believed that God dwelt behind the curtain in the Holy of Holies. Now, back to Bono. Bono and Old Testament theology. How is this going to work? I don't even know. When we got an email telling us that this is what it said, I don't believe this, but this is what it said. 
Steve, Bono would like to meet you. Yeah, sure, before the concert. So could you come and get your ticket? Now, at a concert of you two, I know that some of your parents were in the Gentile section where anybody could go. (laughs) But we got to the window where you get tickets and we were given this cedarwood lounge kind of thing to wear. That took us into the next court. But don't think for a minute that that gets you into the Holy of Holies with you too, talk. Because then we were guided beautifully into this lovely room full of all kinds of Coke and Fanta and other things with some sausage rolls and nibbles. And we sat there, but somebody came and said to us, Bono would like to talk to you. Yeah, sure. And I'll come back and take you to meet him later. Now, we weren't in the Gentile area where everybody could see the concert. We were kind of in an inner place where people were partying. But we weren't anywhere near meeting Bono yet. Sure enough, 10 minutes later, this girl came, gave us a wee bit of a nod, because even the people in the inner court were not going to get as far in as we were getting. She came, gave us a nod. We got up. She didn't say anything. We just followed her. We followed her right through the Odyssey, up these escalators, away around the back, and we got into a place pretty much like the Holy of Holies. It was like a tented area with a curtain. And we were invited in to this little booth with, in behind the curtain. There was a cheese board, which very much impressed Janice. And we were able to have some cheese and just sit there. A few other people came, but only about seven people. And then, about five minutes later, Bono himself walked in. Everybody goes, <gasps> and he speaks to all the people. And then he comes across to Janice and I, and we're with our friend Martin, who I think was to blame for getting us in there, because Martin's friendly with the band. And Martin said to Bono, Steve and Janice know the Rowan family from Dublin. And then we started talking about them for five minutes. And it wasn't long before Bono left. And half an hour later, he was in the Gentile courts, pumping up the crowd with some exciting music. So we had to go to where the Gentiles went. Then we had to go into the inner circle and wait there. Then we were taken right through to meet Bono in person. That's a bit like the Old Testament. But listen, do you see this curtain? There was only one person once a year who could go into the Holy of Holies. That was the high priest. And only once could he go in there and make sacrifice to God. Now, what's that all to do with Christmas? Well, here's the deal, boys and girls. This is the amazing thing about Christmas. I want to show you the most amazing thing about Christmas. Take away the curtain from the Holy of Holies... And what have we here? Who have we right in the middle of this stable? We believe, boys and girls, that this baby in this manger is God made human. God that only the priest could go in once a year to the Holy of Holies and meet had been born and laid in a manger. Wow, but that's not the incredible thing. Let's look at this scene. Now, I want you to notice particularly this wise man who's got a Nero's 
loyalty card. I have no idea how you got that, but we'll put that in my back pocket. Some naughty youth in Fitzroy has been given the wise men Nero's cards. What's amazing about this story is that if this is the Holy of Holies, if the God became the God who was behind the curtain of the Holy of Holies came to live on earth, the most incredible thing of all is there's no high priests in the Holy of Holies with him. In the Holy of Holies in this story, we have a shepherd. He's got a lamb on the back of his shoulder and it's not even sacrificed. Now the shepherds lived out in Slemish and they were a bit bogging and a bit antisocial and there was no way that shepherds could get into the Holy of Holies but here they are in the presence of God in a manger. And these wise men over here, they didn't have the scriptures, they weren't Jewish, they might have got into the Gentile courts but they weren't getting any further than that and here they are in the presence of God in the Holy of Holies. Now here's another jump. They tell us, and we'll not dwell on this today, but we'll get to it in a few months' time. They tell us that at Easter, when the baby Jesus grew up, and if you were listening to the video that we watched, the baby Jesus grew up, the baby Jesus died on a cross, and when he died on the cross, they say, the curtain in the Holy of Holies was ripped in two so that anyone now could go in and meet and have a relationship and friendship with God. And in some ways, this is a picture of that moment happening 33 years later. Because the moment that Jesus was born, or just after Jesus was born, when the shepherds and the wise men came to meet him, they had gone into the Holy of Holies and met God. And you know what that means? That means that your mums and dads, your grannies and grandas, your uncles and aunts, your cousins, your bigger brother, whoever they are, you and me and anybody can now go in and be friends of Jesus. We don't need to go in once a year like the high priest did. We can come and be in the presence of God all the time just by having faith in the baby that was born in the manger because now anybody because of him taking our sins away that he told us in the video, we can now be friends of God in a very different way than anybody could before the baby Jesus was born. And that is the best news of all this Christmas. No matter what shirt you got, and if you just look at that shirt, there's a blue moon on the sleeve of that shirt. I was so excited when I opened that present this morning. Whatever you've got and it's good news, whatever you're going home to play with and it's all good news, the best bit about all of Christmas is the curtain's been taken away. Anybody can come into the presence of God because the baby Jesus was born to show us how much we're loved by God. Let's close our eyes and let's pray to God. Our God, we thank you for the baby Jesus. And we thank you that he was you, God, made into human form. And we thank you that his life and death and when he was raised to life again, that that allows us to go in and meet with God and be friends of God and know that God is our special friend. So we pray that like the shepherds and the wise men, we would come into your presence and find you and worship you and follow you in our lives because that's what Christmas is all about. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen.